This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy Tuesday. Jason Walker Show. Back inside the off-the-wall man cave. And a big show coming up today. We're going to chat with Brandon Day, Helena High boys coach, Guy Omquist, the Capital boys coach, and Big Sky Indoor pentathlon champion Shelby Schwein will join the show as well. As always, you can watch us on the Facebook, the X, YouTube, Rumble. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports. You can also check us out at Spotify, iHeart Podcast, Apple, Google, Oh, we're everywhere. JasonWalkerShow.com, JasonWalkerMedia.com, Continental Divide Radio is rolling. Morning show, Jaywalk in the mornings. It's a lot of fun, 6 to 10. And then, new edition as of yesterday. I'm so excited for this. My good buddy Mark Allen, long-time legendary voice down in Bozeman, especially at uh, 1090 KBOZ. Uh, he is doing an afternoon show from 1 to 5. Uh, it's so great to hear his voice and uh, get him back into radio. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Good stuff. Uh, you can tweet us anytime, access, whatever it's called. Uh, at Jaywalker Sports, at Jason Walker Show. You can also email Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Uh, mentioned Guy Almquist going to join us in just a couple of minutes. Um, sad news to start with. And, I mean, I, I can only, I can't even imagine what this family's going through. But uh, Josiah Kilman, who was captain of the Columbia Falls soccer team back in 2022, was also a great wrestler for the Cats. Um, found dead in his college dorm room in Kentucky Saturday morning. Campbellsville University, Kilman, a member of the wrestling team. And the uh, cause of death, asphyxia via manual strangulation, officials announced yesterday. Campbellsville, a fantastic university in uh, the NAI. 21-year-old Charles Escalara has been arrested in connection with the death of Kilman and charged with murder and second-degree burglary. And uh, just tough. And his family released a statement to uh, Lex 18 News in Lexington. Read, reads in part, quote, Josiah Malachi Kilman, a young 18-year-old Christian man from Columbia Falls who had a passion and heart on fire for the Lord. He was attending Campbellsville on a biblical scholarship with the dreams of leading others to follow the Lord through the Christian principles of which he himself adhered to. He was well known to many as an avid athlete, faithful religious leader. Josiah influenced many hearts as he was a true example of compassion, kindness, and love. And uh, his family asked for privacy. Uh, it, there's a donation, a GoFundMe page has been set up um, to help the Kilmans. And I mean, Columbia Falls just reeling from this tragedy and senseless. $65,000 has been raised in support already of uh, the family. But just 
sad, sad news. Uh, I did not know him, but, you know, in the sports world in Montana, it's a small family, despite the fact that we have, you know, thousands of student athletes, hundreds, I guess, thousands, but it's a, it's a family. So, uh, we'll try to, uh, move on from that. It's never an easy segue. Uh, when you talk about something like that. Into the uh, Providence women's wrestling team. They take fourth at the Cascades that wrapped up over the weekend. And uh, now we'll send send some uh, off to Nationals. Oh, they finished third at the Cascade Conference Tournament. Ranked fifth in the country, finished third. Aaron Hikiji... At 101, Paige Morales at 109, and Vaipulani Australia Beauchamp at 136 all claimed uh, conference titles. Hikiji, the outstanding wrestler. Uh, in addition to those three heading off to nationals, Alyssa Randles at 130, Ariana Arias at 116, Keely Reese 143, Isabella Sunshin at 116, Alicia Frank 123, Sadie Antok 155, Caitlin Lewis, 170, and Pedro Spicio at uh, 130, all now head off to Nationals, which is super cool. That uh, is next weekend in Jamestown, North Dakota, Friday, Saturday. It's the second um, second Nationals for uh, second annual Women's Wrestling Championship for the NAI. But... Very cool, and uh, congratulations to head coach Matt Atwood and those outstanding young ladies. That's awesome. The Northern and Providence men's wrestlers in Kansas this week starts Thursday, NAI Nationals. Uh, so there you go. Good luck to the Skylight, or the, no, the Lights and the Argo that are wrestling. Was there 17 combined from those two schools? Big announcement came out today that uh, Kellen Harrison committed to Carroll College for basketball. Uh, made that announcement, I guess, last late last night. But he is, what is he averaging, 19 points per game, top three in steals. Uh Austin Parr, good buddy down at SWX, uh, tweeting out that he's got the most made field goals and three-pointers made in the state this year. And uh, Harrison, the Gatorade Player of the Year in football, good chance he's going to win it in basketball too. But headed off to Carroll to play some hoops for uh, Ryan Lundgren. uh, That's a big get for Coach Lundgren as a... The Frontier Conference Tournament gets going in Great Falls this weekend. But good good stuff. Uh, what else did we see before we get to Guy Almquist? Mentioned the Frontier Conference Tournament starting Thursday in Great Falls. Divisional starting tomorrow across the state. Two teams booked tickets to state with challenge games last night. And I was going to tell you who won. The Class C Boys Challenge game win at Grass Range held off Butte, or Belt, Butte. How about that? We try that one again, 3-2-1. Win at Grass Range held off Belt, 54-49. And in the girls' challenge game last night, Big Sandy, 56-52 winners over Denton, Geyser, Stanford, Geraldine. Uh, Eva Yeadon had 21, seven rebounds for Big Sandy. Uh, go back to that boys game for a second. Brady and Jace Bance had 16 points apiece. Uh, Jace Bance pulled down 21 rebounds as Win at Grass Range goes to the state tournament for the first time in 15 years. So there you go. 
Big Sandy, 23 and 5 on the girl side. DGSG missing out on state with a 20 and 5 record. Oh, that's brutal. Brutally tough. Divisional start in the uh, AA. I think Belgrade's got the East. I know Butte's got the West. It starts Thursday down at the Civic Center. And joining us here in the Off the Wall Man Cave to talk about that and his team is the head coach of the Capital Bruins, Guy Almquist, here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, Coach, uh, end of the regular season came and went. Divisionals is just around the corner here. How are you feeling as uh, as you guys enter divisionals here? Well, uh, you know, something we've uh, we've been kind of looking forward to, frankly, is when we can get the records up back to zero zero. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got the same chance, and and uh, you know it's going to be a, a slugfest like a, a tournament's supposed to be, and. Uh, you know, like we've talked about in our league, number one, it's separated themselves a little bit. And uh, after that, it's, it's wide open. We know that. Uh, we know what we're capable of. We also know uh, some of the struggles we've had, and we're trying to learn from those. And, but we're excited to uh, make a run this weekend. Gave up 31 to Hudson Ludke. I'm sure you want to be remembered about that. But you're in this game. I mean, you're only, you only lose by nine to wrap up the regular season. But – it seemed to be, Coach, kind of the same thing that's plagued the Bruins all year, play well in that first half and struggle a little bit down the stretch. Yeah, no, uh, leading going into the fourth again. And, and our uh, our book had him for 36, so I think it, the, the media shorts shorted him oh, a little geez. bit. Um, yeah, and he, he had six threes, which is not something he usually does. And tough, you know, good job by him. I thought we played well a lot of the game. But, yeah, you're right. It, it has been that same thing quite often. Uh, both games last week we led into the fourth quarter and we're just still searching for, you know, who, who can we go to offensively in the fourth? What do we need to go to offensively in the fourth? I think one of the things we do in the fourth that we we're learning that we've got to get away from is, is slowing the ball down. We, we need to push the ball, get in transition and play more free flowing. When it gets in the half court, it seems like we we're overthinking it a little bit late. And so, um, you know, as coaching staff, we're working to try and put kids in some, maybe some different, uh, spot uh, at that time, but you know, ultimately, it's it's that age-old thing in sports. It's, it's confidence, and that's mm-hmm. just a really hard thing for sometimes for inexperienced kids. Is to you know, what comes first? Do you have confidence and you win, or do you win and break through and get confidence? And so we're just we're continuing to wait that battle on a day-to-day basis. We're going to hopefully do a few things differently uh, at the divisional tournament and uh, hope to break through. You've got six guys right around that seven-point mark. Cole Dawes averaging almost 10. We've talked all year, Coach, about the the balance that you guys have. Who needs to step up this week at Divisionals? Well, I I, I do think uh, that one of our best options for sure is getting Cole the ball on the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Cole uh, popping in a perimeter. You know, in the last two, three weeks, we've explored him popping in a perimeter, and he shot them pretty well ball pretty well from the three-point line, actually. And that's a little different dynamic. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we've got to find ways to get him the ball. Teams are obviously trying to keep him from getting the ball. Um, and then I, then I think uh, uh, we've got to have someone on the perimeter who I don't know who that is, step up and be willing to, to take some big shots on the perimeter. You know, we, we watched this last week and we turned some shots down. And when we just collectively have to let it go. Uh, one of the things we can do, we've done better, is rebound the ball. And really, even if you miss, it's not that big a deal. You have a chance to get an offensive rebound or defense opposition and score. But I do think we've, we've got to try to find ways to get the ball to Cole inside, and, and he's got to be strong with it and, and go at the rim. He's a big kid, and, and he can get to the foul line. He's a great free throw shooter. Uh, it's probably where it's got to start for us. Talking to Guy Almquist here, the Capital Boys coach, and, you know, you look at one, uh, you know, if it's me, I, I just say to Kyler, I say to Dylan, I'm like, you know, guys, just just shoot. <laughs> just let it go, like you said. Have some fun out there. And, I mean, we're, we're playing with house money, and Merrick is another one that can hit from deep. So just just go out and have some fun. Yeah, and, and of course, that's said on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, easy to say, harder to put into action for young people. 
um, until they have taste that success. And uh, there's no doubt. I mean, our, our motto on offense is just to let it rip and let it go. Uh, but until they have some success and have that confidence in themselves, it's sometimes hard. It really is. And, and you can see that. But you're absolutely right. That's, that's how we ought to play. And, and we don't have anything to lose. There's, there's, you know, I think people see us as dangerous, but people aren't necessarily expecting that this much. This is a real B&H and, story. Um, We've been known I for think our customers. Internally for us, we look around the room, we see how we've played. Uh, throughout the year, tough finishes to a lot of our games, but we have played actually a lot of good basketball. Yeah. So we we continue to to hold on to that, understand that we we've, we've got to go there with enough to get the world mentality and uh, find a way. You guys are the five. You open up with uh, uh, Glacier. Um, you won both games this year. They were both tight. Does it help that you just saw them a couple weeks ago and won by a dozen? I hope so. I hope it gives us confidence. I thought that was certainly one of our better games. That was the game, actually, one of the few games this year we were behind at half. Right. Uh, so maybe we ought to try that. Maybe we ought to sub our toe a little bit in the first half and, and uh, come from behind. Yeah, but uh, I think so. Uh, Glacier's a great team. I mean, after we beat them, they beat Hellgate by 23 in their next game, so it shows you what they're capable of. <laughs> right. uh, and it also shows you how you know wild our league is. Yeah. And it's just not that much of a difference between team to team. Um. They're a big physical team. They out-rebound Hellgate 40 to 15, which is really sort of hard to imagine. Mm. Um, but that's how big and physical they are. So uh, we know it's going to be a physical game, and uh, we're very competitive. And Coach Harkins, this is he announced last month that this is going to be his last year coaching. He's Glacier's only uh, head coach in history. Yep. And one of my good friends in the profession, I have a ton of respect for him. Uh, it'll be fun to be able to have one last matchup with him. Well, that Northwest is losing some good ones with uh, Coach Finberg retiring at Columbia Falls, Harkin stepping yeah. down. I mean, man, there's, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's some legends right there. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, this this job is not getting any easier for people uh, with some of the stresses uh, of it, some of the time time commitments. And so it's uh, sad to see some of these uh, guys who've done it for so long impact so many lives away, but that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. So. Again, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Mark on Thursday and having a great competition. Uh, Guy Omquist joining us here. Uh, Kellen Harrison announcing uh, his commitment to Carroll College. That's a nice get for the Saints. Tremendous, tremendous player and uh, just a culture guy who for sure brings a winning attitude and a winning work ethic uh, to Carroll College. I mean, he is a, uh, you know, you look at him and he's, He's diminutive in size, and you can't be fooled by it because there will be no one tougher on the court. Um, and uh, he is just – I love what he does. He's got a true point guard mentality with the ability to score. He can handle it. He can, he can dish it. He can score it. He's got a great mid-range game for someone his size. That's kind of rare. And he also is just a bulldog on defense. So I just uh, – yeah, I'm excited for Carroll because I, I think uh, the world of, of, of Kellen and his ability to play basketball. Yeah, he's a, a tremendous athlete. I mean, we saw what he did on the football. He hasn't lost a game since his junior year yeah, <laughs> in yeah. either sport. I mean, well, I mean, how many point guard, Gatorade player, you know, yeah. how many point guards are you going to bring in where they were a first, Gatorade player, you're a quarterback, and also a first-team safety I mean, there's not a lot of guys who bring that on their resume, uh, no. Carol College. No, definitely not. Uh, before I let you go, it is National Panda Bear Day today. Are we uh, are not? No, it's Polar Bear Day today. Favorite bear, and you can't say grizzly. Oh, geez. Well, uh, first off, Panda Day. Panda Day. I was going to be excited. It just made me think of Chinese food. But in terms of bear, yeah, I won't say grizzly. I'll go with Bruin. Is that is that a fair one? Oh, so I see what you did there. That's good. That is good. (laughs) Let's go with the Bruin. If we had your face on, I would circle it and say not just for good looks right there. He's thinking too. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, Butte Civic Center this weekend, best hospitality room in the state. We've talked about it for years. Please don't eat all of the great food because i got to go there for the state A next week. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm getting there. Uh, we play at 11 o'clock on Thursday. Uh, I'll probably be there before that, making sure the tummy is full. I'll probably be there right after that. So anyone who's looking to get some, 
might want to get there before about 12.30 p.m. <laughs> on Thursday or they might be out of luck. Uh, what makes their hospitality room so good? Their hospitality. Yes. Right? They, they want to be. They, they want it to be the best. Right? I think that's what, uh, for sure what it is. It's important to them. You go some places and they're like, all right, get a bag of chips, get some waters. Right, uh, yeah. you know, everybody, the coaches, the, the media, the officials will be fine. I think you go to Butte, it's important to them that they treat people well and, and be the best. And so that's, uh, they're usually on point. They definitely are. Hey, good luck this week. I hope uh, we're chatting next week. Uh, get a couple of wins down there in, in the Civic Center. Three would be nice. Uh, yeah. Three in a row. You guys can do it. There's no question about that. Yeah, no. I mean, we. I actually told her kids. I said, I told them you might think I'm crazy, but I think we can win the tournament. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're right. It's one game at a time. You got to win two to get to the next uh, step. And and uh, I know these kids. I know how hard they're working. I know how badly uh, they want to have success. And so I know we're going to give it a great effort this weekend. Well, good luck, Coach, down there. And uh, we'll talk next week. All right. Thanks, Jason. That is uh, Guy Onquist joining us off the wall. Man Cave, the Bruins open up with Sentinel. No, they don't. They open up with Glacier. We just talked about it. Uh, Helena High will play Sentinel. We'll talk to uh, Brandon Day coming up uh, in just a little bit. Uh, we got some great news. I literally just got the email uh, during my interview with Coach, but um, our Continental Divide radio station, not only can you hear us at the app, Continental Divide, at the Apple Store, uh, Apple CarPlay. Uh, you can also uh, get us anytime. Alexa, play Continental Divide Radio. We are now on Odyssey. Take out the politics, but we are on Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, uh, as well. Continental Divide Radio, Odyssey. That just, op- I mean, we're, this station is growing. And uh, stick along for the ride, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Jason Walker Show, we'll take a break. We'll come back here, and uh, when we return, we'll check in with Big Sky Conference pentathlon indoor champion Shelby Schwein. We'll uh, go back to the memory books with her to state high school, basketball, and track, and also get her thoughts on the weekend. That is coming up. The walk-up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned, and operated over 50 years' experience to finest craftsmen available They will craft you a home that's going to last for generations. Montana Custom Log Homes, yourcustomlog.com. Coming right back, Shelby Schwein next here, Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes. Crafting homes that last for generations. For more than 20 years, Off the Wall Advertising has built a track record of success helping businesses like yours across the state of Montana. While working with hundreds of businesses, including Jason Walker Media, they have developed a system for success. Off the Wall Advertising utilizes indoor advertising, placing professional billboards in high traffic locations. Let Off the Wall Advertising show you how to get the return on investment you expect from every advertising dollar. Off the Wall Advertising, along with the Jason Walker Show and Continental Divide Radio, have packages for even more bang for your buck. Contact Off the Wall today at offthewallmt.com to schedule a free consultation. Winters in Montana can be cold and snowy, so let Auto Concepts set up your vehicle with a remote starter system. A remote starter will get your car or truck warmed up on those cold Montana mornings before work or taking the kids to school. Auto Concepts is also the go-to place for everything to enhance your ride from bumper guards to bed rugs and tonneau covers, too. Let Auto Concepts make your commute or drive comfortable. Auto Concepts in Helena, the auto enhancement professionals. 
Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show on a Tuesday from the Off the Wall Man Cave. Little Alice Cooper bringing us back. Segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Oh, good stuff. Continental Divide Radio. You can hear great music like that uh, anytime. Love it. I'm having so much fun with this radio station, man. It's just, it's sweet. And Mark Allen, one to five. Appreciate uh, the legendary voice of uh, Bozeman Radio hopping on with us and being part of the crew. And more coming uh, as well. Uh, speaking of great crew, the Montana State men and women's track team each finished second at the Big Sky Indoors, each behind NAU, which is just a dynasty, uh, indoor and outdoor and cross country. But uh, good showing for the Cats, and that included Shelby Schwein, who won the pentathlon and got a chance to catch up with her, and she joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Ms. Schwein, it is a pleasure to chat with you. I've watched you uh, play sports since, well, you were a little one. Um, but congratulations <laughs> on the Big Sky Pentathlon Championship, the gold medal. How's that sound? It sounds awesome. I mean, it's something that I've been dreaming about and working towards for a long time, and finally accomplish that is just so exciting, and I'm still excited about it. <laughs> well, you should be. It was only a couple days ago. Uh, how often have you heard this phrase, like father, like daughter, in the last few days? <laughs> a lot, honestly. <laughs> Lots of people, you know, just asking what it's like to share this with your dad, you know, following your father's footsteps, all that. So <laughs> it wasn't an easy decision, though, for you to go. I mean, you started at Montana and then to go to Montana mm-hmm. State. I mean, take me through that. Yeah, it definitely wasn't an easy decision. Um, yeah, I started playing basketball at U of M and just things didn't work out how I was hoping they would. And I was looking at what I wanted to do next, whether that was basketball or track or volleyball. <laughs> and um, for some reason, track just kind of came to me and it was something that I was always good at in high school and really enjoyed. But um, never really had the idea of pursuing it fully. Um, when I was at UM, I was originally planning to be doing basketball and track, but given the injuries, I was never really able to do either fully. So I decided to fully commit to track, and I looked at a couple schools. I looked here at MSU and as well as NDSU, and at the end of the day, I wanted to stay close to home because I love the state of Montana and all my friends and family I have here. And love getting to rep my home state, so decided to come here. And honestly, probably the best decision I could have ever made. Um, Coach Lyle Weiss and Tom Idle bringing me on and giving me the chance to compete here. I'm just so thankful for them and giving me this opportunity. 
And over the past few years, you know, just working on getting healthy and battling injuries and all these obstacles, but to finally end up on top and be an indoor pentathlon champion is just such a great achievement. I'm so proud of myself and thankful for all those people that helped me along the way. I have to ask you this because I'm really close with Coach Sayers at mm-hmm. Carroll College. How close were you were you to go play basketball there? You know, I, it was something I thought about. Um, I, to be completely honest, I definitely wanted to stay up at the D1 level. Yeah. Um, but Sayers is an amazing coach in person, and um, that she has a really special group of girls there that are extremely talented and can be competing at the D1 level for sure. Yeah. But um, it was just something that I wanted to do personally. And, yeah, I mean, it's something I definitely considered. And she made it pretty hard to say no to because – you know, we've been friends forever, and she's a good coach and has such an amazing program. But, yeah. Yeah, but uh, track. So take me through, Was it, it's just one day or two-day event? Yeah, so the pentathlon is just one day. Oh, okay. Um, you looked gassed in the 800. How, were, <laughs> yeah, how, were, ga- how gassed were you? Honestly, I wasn't that bad. Okay. I came out, I would, if, going back, I think I would have liked to have ran it a little differently. I definitely played it safe, and I wish I just would have gone for it because um, I think I could have ran a PR time for sure. But I honestly felt pretty comfortable during that race. I didn't really push myself. So that's definitely one regret I have looking back. I wish I would have gone for it a little more. <laughs> Big Sky Pentathlon indoor champ Shelby Schwain joining us here at Jason Walker's show. When you look back at the week or at the day that was for you, what stands out the most outside of the actual winning and the podium, but what event really stood out for you? For me, it was the high jump. Um, The high jump uh, through high school and honestly my whole life has been my favorite event. It has been my go-to. However, the past few years um, since I've been here at MSU, it has been my biggest struggle. It's been extremely frustrating because I know I'm extremely talented in the high jump, but with my injuries, um, I've been battling shin splints really bad the past couple of years and still working through them with my shin splints. Um, I just, it's event, an event. I haven't been able to hardly practice at all. Um, and in high school I went five, seven. And since I've been in college, I've been consistently jumping five, three, five, 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 and some change, but nothing above that. And after my hurdles race in the pentathlon, it was not the time I was hoping for. And I was pretty frustrated with it, but I, let the frustration linger for a little bit and then put it to the side and just knew that I had to go into this high jump and it was time to set a PR and pop off in it. And that's exactly what I did. And I was so excited with my performance and so proud of myself because that's been, like I said, my favorite event and something I've struggled so much with the past few years. And to finally uh, hit a PR, I had two college bests in that series. Um, It was just such a great feeling. And I had some really good looks at the next height too. And I know I have that and more in me come outdoor. So finally some breakthroughs in the high jump and that was probably the highlight of my pent you could uh you could you could high jump over me i'm just saying i'm five five so <laughs> just don't kick my head on the way over oh i'll try not to okay. just in the face. <laughs> um high jump i was gonna say something i can't remember besides that uh but besides the high jump when did you know i got a really good chance of winning this thing um to be honest, like coming in, I knew I had a good chance overall. It's been something, like I said, I mean, I've been thinking about it forever. Um, after the high jump, though, that's when I knew I was back. After my hurdles, I was like, oh, it's going to be tough for these four to put it together. But after the high jump, I knew I separated myself from the rest of the field and had a little bit of room. Um, the one event I was worried about, though, was long jump. <laughs> that one's also been a little bit of a struggle. I haven't, with my shins, been able to practice it much, and I've also had to switch feet because of my shins, so I'm jumping off the wrong foot. So after the, I'm, yeah, after the long jump, I was a little nervous um, just because that's an event that I knew I was going to struggle in. But after that, I had about a two-second buffer in the 800, and I knew that I had him in the 800. So When you long jump one way your entire life, and then have to switch to the other foot. How difficult is that? Um, you know, it's a little difficult for sure. It's weird just because my left foot is my takeoff foot and high jump. Mm-hmm. You see my takeoff foot and long jump. That's like every other sport I've played. I'm always dominant on my left foot. So it was a big learning curve for sure, switching over to the right. And it still is like even sometimes when I'm running and just kind of walking around and doing little practice drills or pop-ups, 
by, you know, muscle memory and naturally I go off my left and I'm like, oh, shoot, you know, that was the wrong foot. Got to go back to the right. So something I consciously have to think about and I'm still working on. But, uh, yeah, it's a work in progress. And I think uh, with the next few weeks of training before we really get into outdoor, I'll be able to get that down a little better. Shelby Schwain, our guest here, won the Big Sky Pentathlon Championship over the weekend, helped her team to a second place overall finish. Do you get to go to nationals? Oh, no, I do oh. not. Um, yeah, that was something I've been, so my training partner and I, Nico, he's the one who won the heptathlon. We talk about that, you know, almost every day, our goals, what we want to achieve and nationals was definitely in our sights heading into this, uh, these conference championships. We, there's like a, uh, event scoring calculator, um, where you can plug in your marks, your times, and it'll give you a score. And gosh, we were in that thing almost every day, just <laughs> plugging in different events. You know, if this happens, what else would we have to do to get our national mark? And for both of us, we each had an event where afterwards it was kind of like we knew our chances were done. For me, it was my first event after the hurdles. I saw my time and I was like, uh, it's going to be a tough one to bounce back from that. And then for him, after his long jump, it was kind of the same feeling. But uh, regardless, we're both excited for outdoors because uh, we have a good chance at making nationals outdoors. And for me, the two events we add in um, will only help me score more. So I'm super excited for what I could achieve come outdoor season. Yeah, definitely. Is uh, Shelby Schwain joining us here, Jason Walker Show. A couple final questions for you here. But I've dealt with shin splints. That's why I don't like to run. How do you deal with those? Oh, my gosh. It has been... So I guess back in high school, I mean, or just through, you know, playing sports forever, I always would hear people talk about shin splints and, oh, I have shin splints. And it was something, an injury that I had never um, experienced myself. And to be quite honest, I would hear people talk about it. And I just remember always thinking, oh, it can't be that bad or shin splints, you know, blah, blah, blah. But once I had them going, um, it is one of the worst injuries I've ever battled, uh, Last year, all season, trying to jump, I felt like my shin was going to snap in half 90% of the time. I had no pop, could not run fast. Like, everything I did on them would hurt. I'd hurt just sitting in class. They'd be barking at me, walking around. They'd be hurting. I mean, it was a hurt I had experienced 24-7. So it was a lot of work um, to really figure out how to get through them. I think my biggest mistake last year was probably trying to push myself through it. It's definitely an injury you cannot push through. You just need time off and rest to get them healthy. So um, I had to end my season early last year. I didn't get to compete in a lot of the outdoor meets, didn't go to uh, uh, outdoor conference. And once track was over, I was in a boot for about two months and rehabbed and PT'd like crazy over the summer to get them healthy. I got in touch with lots of people who have helped me tremendously um, getting to where I need to be to be able to compete. And I skipped pretty much our whole first uh, semester of training. I didn't get to train at all in the semester. I just PT'd uh, and rehab, tried to get my shins healthy so I could compete. So going into this conference championship, I had honestly six weeks of training underneath me. And um, three of those weeks were spent in recovery from the first pentathlon. So about three to four weeks of training was all I had going in, um, but it's all I needed. And I just can't wait till I have more time to train and get ready for outdoor. All right. Take me back to high school at Sentinel. Uh, would have been 20. Gosh, I can't remember. Helena High's first championship, I think. Who? Was it you that lost the ball or your sister that lost the ball? Oh, um. To can't, uh, Hillborn got the steal. Oh, I think it was m- maybe. Blame your sister. In the state championship? Yeah, up in Great Falls. I, it would have been my sister because that was the year I tore my ACL, so I was on the oh, side. That's right. Okay. One. All right. Well, we get to blame her anyway, so. How is the family doing, by the way? The family is doing great. Um, I was able to have all of them up there except my younger sister. She couldn't get work off, unfortunately. But the rest of the family was up there supporting me all weekend and my little sister supporting me from home. Um, and it was just a big moment for all of us. You know, we've all been through a lot as a family. Um, and they've all been there for me through my struggles. So this win was a win for all of us and something we all got to share together. And it was very special. Very cool. Well, congratulations, Shelby. I know you got to probably run off to class or (laughs) rehab or something, but, uh, congratulations way to represent the Bobcats and uh, good luck in the outdoor season. Win another and we'll have you back on in, I guess. Sounds good. That's the plan. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for talking and having me on. I appreciate it.
That is uh, Shelby Schwein joining us uh, from the track room. I told her, I said, you need to decorate that, have, you know, the track room decorated a little bit better. It's just a blank wall. Come on. Uh, they've got such great murals inside the Brick Green Fieldhouse, um, the, including track and field. But they could throw, they could put something up in there. Because, you know, basketballs, footballs, they're all decorated. Let's decorate that track room at MSU. Appreciate Shelby uh, and Noah Severson, the uh, associate athletic director, getting that set up. Um, lots of fun. Lots of fun. She's now the second Schwein to be on the show after uh, Mom Shannon, so who, unbelievable basketball player. Oh, my gosh. High school and college. Oh, I don't know if there's anybody better in the state that I got to watch on the women's side. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue our divisional preview for basketball when Brandon Day joined us, the Helena High boys coach. They will, uh, the Bengals, open up with Sentinel on Thursday down at the Butte Civic Center. He'll join us when we come back next here at Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Winters in Montana can be cold and snowy, so let Auto Concepts set up your vehicle with a remote starter system. A remote starter will get your car or truck warmed up on those cold Montana mornings before work or taking the kids to school. Auto Concepts is also the go-to place for everything to enhance your ride from bumper guards to bed rugs and tonneau covers, too. Let Auto Concepts make your commute or drive comfortable. Auto Concepts in Helena, the auto enhancement professionals. There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. For more than 20 years, Off the Wall Advertising has built a track record of success helping businesses like yours across the state of Montana. While working with hundreds of businesses, including Jason Walker Media, they have developed a system for success. Off the Wall Advertising utilizes indoor advertising, placing professional billboards in high traffic locations. Let Off the Wall Advertising show you how to get the return on investment you expect from every advertising dollar. Off the Wall Advertising, along with the Jason Walker Show and Continental Divide Radio, have packages for even more bang for your buck. Contact Off the Wall today at offthewallmt.com to schedule a free consultation. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dot Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dot Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. It's the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Off the Wall Man Cave. A little BTO. Taking care of business. 
Coming back. Segment brought to you by Bowser's Lucky Dog Casino. Stop in, drink, and gamble responsibly. Uh, still to come uh, on this day in history, the walk-off, and much more in the off-the-wall man cave. Uh, but we continue our look at divisionals this week with Helen High head coach Brandon Day. Talk about his Bengals and their chances of winning the whole thing here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, Coach, uh, the regular season has come to an end quicker than I think we thought, but it took a while to get here. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird deal. It, uh, you know, it seems to fly by. You know, the last two weeks, I always say, kind of kind of drag a little bit just because, you know, you're right, kind of figuring out where you are in the conference and you're getting excited for tournaments. And But, you know, the rest of the season this year just flew by. Yeah, it did. And it's crazy because you look up and it's it's over. And, I mean, you've got one week guaranteed, uh, potentially, obviously, two weeks uh, to, to go in the regular season or in the uh, postseason here. But uh, how do you feel at the end of the regular season about where the Bengals are? You know, pretty good. Um, you know, watching the, the Butte game again on film, um, you know, we played pretty bad um, up there in Butte. It's still – you know, we're in that game. So, you know, I think, you know, I think other than, you know, I didn't play real great. I, I like where we are as far as, um, you know, who's scoring, how, how we can score. Our defense is looking pretty good. So I think we're doing pretty good going into the tournament. Feeling confident, obviously. Uh, health-wise, everybody's in the same position. Everybody's beat up. Everybody's got some nagging things. But how are the, how are the hell and high boys? You know, the Bengals are doing all right. We're, uh, you know, there's still some, some sickness kind of hanging around a little bit here and there, but other than that, we're doing great. Brandon Day, the Helena High boys coach, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. When you look back at the regular season, was there a moment that you thought, okay, we got a chance to be pretty good? Because the non-conference schedule didn't quite go as, as well as you would have liked. But when you look back at conference, uh, when was that point, like in January or even February, where you're like, you know what, we got a chance to be pretty good here? You know, really, when you watch um, Hellgate, for example, that uh, goes and, um, you know, doesn't lose a game to that Glacier game and uh, competes with teams on the other side of the conference and, you know, wins most of those. Um, and we compete with them, lose to them, you know, in overtime at Hellgate. Um, and then, you know, play with them and compete with them here at home. You know, really, you know, it shows that we're, we're there with those teams, with those top-tier teams. Um, you know, and we, we did a pretty good job in conference. Um, fighting for that, that second spot in the conference, you know, is, is a good deal. And put this, uh, you know, up there. Um, and, and just, you know, really battling out some tough games and getting some big wins for us you know, throughout the year has kind of been a big deal. That preseason was tough, you know, Mass and Tevin. Um, you know, kind of our our four general and yep. uh, bringing him back obviously helped us out a bunch this this season. Uh, the good thing is you haven't played an overtime game since you know early January, so you haven't had yeah. to, you haven't had to go extras. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't. I, uh, I had a tough one up there in Butte. Oh, Hudson hit a tough tough three at the close of the game. I wouldn't mind take you know have that one going to overtime instead of that. But right, right. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> uh, as you get ready for divisionals on Thursday, starting down in Butte, uh, you guys open up with Sentinel. And, I mean, this is a team you've played twice already. There's no secrets between the two teams. You've won both of those games. What's it going to take to win again a third time? Well, last time we played them, um, they did a really nice job of slowing it down. Um, defensively, they switched up their defenses and, uh, you know, we didn't handle it very well. Uh, I think they're up one and a half. Um, you know, and our guys, we put down a little bit in the second half and ended up um, increasing the lead. But Sentinel's a tough team. You know, they, they have a couple of guys that, um, you know, with Rodgers and Walker that are able to, um, to score some points. I think Walker had 30-something against us here when we played them. So they have some dudes, and, uh, and they're a scary team. You know, they have some length. They're pretty big. Um, and then they run a, a, you know, a variety of defenses. So, you know, we're definitely going to have to show up, um, you know, hopefully slow those uh, main guys down um, a little bit on our defense and then 
know, we got to get our offense going. We got to get a little more production out of some of our other guys. So uh, hopefully we can see those things uh, on Thursday. You guys, uh, I mean, like you said, you've got Tevin, you've got Jackson Lieberg. Those guys are, uh, you know, well-known. Who else, you know, um, needs to step up and, and, and play well in divisionals for you guys to move on to state? Uh, the biggie is, is Dylan Mossness inside. You know, he's a, uh, we have to have some inside production. We can't just uh, fully rely on our guard play. Um, so he's a big one for us inside. But, you know, we kind of have some some other guys that kind of hit, come and go. And Caton Delcine is one that's been coming along nicely um, offensively. You know, he's capable of getting to the rim and getting us some um, production and paint um, just with the way he attacks the basket. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can get that. And then coming off the bench, we got some guys with – Man and Manu and, and Sam and you know that's another biggie is trying to get some bench production. So um, you know we got some guys that can put up some points. Uh, that was one of our problems with Butte is we didn't really get much of that. And, um, so put a little bit more, put us on, put a little more of a pinch on it there, um, a little more pressure. So hopefully we can get some more production out of our crew um, this weekend. Um, how do you prepare the guys? You know, Helena High is kind of a small gym. It's not the Civic Center. It's not wide open. Uh, you have a different background. How do you get the guys prepared for that? I wish you did. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, no, it's just a, just a matter of, you know, they just got to trust the shots and um, get a lot of them up. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, that's one thing I was a little bit bummed about is I thought we were going to get to uh, play in the Civic Center like the rest of the mm-hmm. crew did. Um, but with, uh, you know, the smaller school tournaments and everything, get to that last game. So, um, you know, that'll be a little adjustment. Uh, I'll talk to the boys about getting a good warm-up in, and hopefully they can settle in and shoot like they can. It is National Polar Bear Day today. Is that your – what is your favorite bear? Oh, I like polar bears. I think they're they're cool bears. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how you can't, like, panda bears. You know, I don't, right. I don't feel like I'm going to get eaten, you know, when I look at a panda bear. <laughs> but uh, polar bears are definitely cool bears. Did you know that polar bears do not show up on an infrared camera? That is something I did not know, actually. That is very interesting. Yeah, I did not know that till the other day either. So, Science guy, that's, that's intriguing. Yeah. Why well, wouldn't call me a science guy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shoe game today, what are we wearing? Well, right now I got a pair of international custom Nikes. Oh, well, you have to get everything custom, though, because you're so tall. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Shaq. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, uh, Kellen Harrison, Bozeman standout, uh, who you've seen, great athlete, committed to Carroll. Uh, what do you think about that? Oh, good for him. I think that's a great pickup for Carroll. He's a, he's a player. Um, you know, he's, he's got a great sense for the game. Um, obviously, he can shoot. And, um, you know, again, it's just, he's just a little undersized to that next level. So I'm, I'm happy for him. That's a, that's a great pickup for Carroll. Yes, it is. Uh, I saw that uh, today uh, that he announced. So uh, anyway, well, hey, good luck at Divisionals. Can you win so I can talk to you next week? Yes, we'll do our best. Okay, because the top four go, and, you know, I don't get to go to the AA State Tournament in Missoula, but um, don't eat the hospitality room out before I get to State and be, uh, Butte next week. Butte Civic Center's got the best hospitality room for any anywhere in the state. I don't, I don't think anybody can argue that. That is, uh, <laughs> that is for sure. I mean, anytime you have pasties in the, in the hospitality room, you know you're sitting good. Right. Uh, Brandon Day, Helena High Boys Coach. Good luck at Divisionals. We'll be rooting for you, following along, and uh, we'll be chatting next Tuesday. Sounds great. Thank you, Jason. Brandon Day joining us off the wall. Man Cave, Jason Walker Show, and uh, good luck to uh, the Bengals and the Bruins. Tomorrow we'll talk to uh, the girls' coaches, Katie Garson Forba, Ben Dudek, uh, as we get set for that. Uh, go back to Shelby Schwein for a moment, the Big Sky pentathlon champ from uh, – Montana State, she is also our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week for uh, winning the pentathlon. I mean, that's five events in one day. So congratulations to Shelby, our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week winner 
Frontier Players of the Week, uh, Jordan Sweeney from Western. She hit seven threes, had a Western record 43 points. Andrew Cook from Carroll won four of the last six in the regular season Player of the Week awards. And uh, Brianna Williams of Skyview named the National Player of the Week for games from two weeks ago, which is very cool. So uh, congratulations to uh, those winners uh, in different things. Let's see here. On this day in history, it is uh, National Retro Day, which is kind of like listening to Continental Divide Radio all the time. Polar Bear Day, as we mentioned. Strawberry Day. Kahlua Day. My mom uh, likes the Kahlua in her coffee. It is, uh, what is this? An- Anosmia Awareness Day. Anosmia. It's a condition causing the loss of smell. I did not know that. So there you go. Uh, man, i got to stop saying that all the time. There you go. On this date, 1901, the National League Rules Committee decrees that all fouls are to count as strikes except after two strikes. So foul balls. There you go. <laughs> and there I did it again. <laughs> uh, 1908, the sacrifice fly adopted by baseball it was repealed in 1931 and then reinstated in 1954. You, you wonder how many people where their sack fly RBI stats would be without or with the sack fly had it stayed in from 31 to 53. 1959, speaking of uh, records, Boston Celtic guard Bob Cousy sets an NBA record with 28 assists. Celtics scored 173 points. 1960, U.S. Olympic ice hockey team beats USSR 3-2 in the semifinals. En route to the gold medal, they would uh, do the exact same thing 20 years later at Lake Placid. 1988, if you were a youngster, teenager in 1988, you were in love with this girl, Katarina Witt. Won her second consecutive Olympic figure skating gold medal. Katarina Witt. Uh, James Worthy, 63 today. Jessica Corda, born on this date 30 years, 31 years ago. She's won five LPGA Tour titles. Her sister Nellie, pretty good golfer as well. Uh, let's see here. J.T. Walsh, Mr. Rogers, Spock, Leonard Nimoy, and uh, George Kennedy all died on this date in history in different years, but... Uh, 1943, Smith Mine Number 3, Bear Creek, Montana, explodes, 74 men killed. On this day in history. Let's do, did we miss anything? I don't think so. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Great Cajun food. I think it's the best this side of New Orleans. It is so amazing. Go see Miss Lou and the gang. Cafe Zydeco in Helena. Not closing. Not. They're staying open. I mean, they'll close during the day, at night, but not closing, closing. So stop into Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. Um, Steve Okanowski uh, passed away uh, over the weekend. Okanowski, a former Grizz, Wisconsin guy, but a Montana guy as well, came back every year after his induction into the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2021 and got a chance over the last few years to meet him, to hang out with him. One, I mean, just an amazing storyteller to sit and listen to Steve Okanowski, Jan Stenerud talk about their playing days and stories that I'll never repeat here, but just, just to sit and be a, a, just part of that conversation, not say a word, and listen to all these guys. Uh, and Okanowski was definitely one of the best and a, a great Grizzly football player as well. I mean, you talk about a guy that hard, just hard head football. And uh, he was 
a great, great man. Every time he uh, came back for the Football Hall of Fame, he'd take you know an extra week or two before and after and just fish in Montana. Loved to fish. So uh, going to miss him in June down in Billings at the Montana Pro Football Hall of Fame induction this year. But I uh, wanted to throw that out there. Uh, there's that Montana connection, Grizz football player. But Steve Okanowski passing away. Uh, got an internal infection that uh, basically shut down his lungs. But great, great guy. Had the privilege of getting to meet him and honored to have known him. Uh, let's do this again tomorrow, shall we? Oh, man. Thanks to Brandon Day, Guy Almquist, Shelby Schwein for joining us. We'll do it again tomorrow. Katie Garson-Forba, Ben Dudek, get us set for girls' divisionals. You also have uh, other divisionals starting tomorrow. Jefferson Boys play Columbus, opening round of uh, Southern B. I think that's tomorrow. Don't forget Jaywalk in the mornings, Continental Divide Radio. Mark Allen in the afternoons from 1 to 5. You can uh, d- uh, download the Continental Divide Radio app. You can go to Odyssey and check it out. Uh, and anywhere you can, uh, let's say Alexa, play Continental Divide Radio. You can also just go to jasonwalkermedia.com. You can also go to jasonwalkershow.com to rewatch this or re-listen to it if you missed anything. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks to our fantastic sponsors, our fantastic, tremendous fans. See you back here, Jason Walker Show, on a Wednesday. Have a great Tuesday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.